Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Holistress. I'm Stephanie, and I'm really happy to have you here with me today. We're going to be discussing our Venus sign and where it falls in our birth chart. So this episode is going to touch on just one sign, and then we're going to shift our focus onto the house of the zodiac wheel. So the natal chart, your birth chart, there is a house that your Venus sign lands in. And there's like a dual meaning of your house, because you're going to look up the house by the number. Okay. So on the birth wheel, it starts house one, and it goes all the way through house 12. Your Venus sign, your Venus, where the Venus planet lands on your chart can be anywhere in these 12 houses. So you're going to look up the house that corresponds to your Venus sign by the number first. That's one specific meaning because each of the houses of the natal wheel of the birth chart have a specific spiritual meaning. And the house is also governed by a zodiac sign. So when we look at our birth chart and we are discovering our ascendant sign, as I had said previously in other podcasts, there is a zodiac sign corresponding with the first house. There will be a zodiac sign corresponding with the house where your Venus placement lands. And you're going to look up this meaning as well. These things are important. Again, like I want to just bring into focus right now and bring into your center of attention how amazing astrology is. It really helps us to identify what energy is incoming. It helps us to identify because nothing stands still, right? Nothing is permanent. Things are constantly changing. And that means that the energies are constantly changing. And when we pay attention to these energies and how they correspond to us specifically, it really helps us to get ahead in a lot of areas of our life. So let's lean into how does Venus feel for you? When I say the word Venus sign, when you lean into that energetically, allowing yourself, your intuition to lean into that, into that, how does it make you feel? What feelings come to surface? Do you notice if your body moves? Images come forward in your mind. Maybe you hear a little something or you get a memory of, a, of an emotion. I always encourage leaning in with intuition when diving into new areas of knowledge and wisdom, just to see if anything wants to come forward. 
anything maybe wants to get activated and be called attention to. So Venus, you know, when you hear it, obviously everyone always thinks of love, of beauty. Um, Some may think of the sun sign Libra because it is highly associated with Libra. But then also our desires, right? Attractions, um, how we express ourselves. And this is not just through emotion expression. This also extends outward into how we carry ourselves, how much confidence we exude. What is our wardrobe? How, how How does our dress match our energy that we exude or the things that we're saying, just looking at yourself in the mirror and allowing yourself to become comfortable in your body is also a reflection of this planet. It's a reflection of the celestial location in the sky that specifically relates to you. Another really, really big thing about it is it does attach itself to our home life. Whether you are looking to be in a relationship or not, Venus speaks to self-love and love and harmony and balance in the home as well because it leaks out into all of the other areas of, of life, right? Like when your cup is full, then it overflows into all other aspects. So it has to come from self first. So it's really important to discover this part of yourself and discover exactly, you know, what the energies are that may be coming across your field and how you best work with them, with them. This can be in relationships, but again, like it doesn't, it just stay in relationships. It's also like in home and friendships as well. I want to shift into the second topic of today's discussion. And it is just, again, bringing back and solidifying the importance of understanding your birth chart. These are your cosmic origins. Okay. These are your, this is your cosmic blueprint of karma, of fate, of things that you have chosen to align yourself with in this lifetime. I'm going to get deeply, deeply spiritual here, but it, it needs to be said that we actually predetermine the time that we enter this earth, that we incarnate here. We predetermine all of these celestial alignments. We choose these origins at the moment that we incarnate here. This is a roadmap to 
you. I don't know how to stress that enough. If that doesn't light a fire within you, I don't know what will. Even the most scientifically you know, rigid people, I think, can find a connection somehow with moments in time when there is just some chaotic energy, right? You know, I'm not saying that you have to become a scholar of your chart. I'm not even saying that you have to look at your chart every day. I'm just saying I'm planting the seed. I am allowing your higher self to entertain the possibility of revealing more of your predetermined destiny to yourself, wherever you are in your life. You know, because again, we're at, all of us are at different phases. All of us are at different stages. And when we shift from circle to circle and phase and and stage, we meet new people and we have new experiences along the way. And while we may not stay rooted or plugged into that vibration and frequency, it was still, it still meant something. And so that's kind of like, it aligns with you understanding I'll, I'll bring the example even more down the 3D. As a girl in high school and grade school, I struggled to have friends. I really struggled a lot to have friends. I was really misunderstood and I was actually bullied a lot. I was bullied. And now, you know, I hope that this doesn't trigger anyone, but I've done a lot of healing and I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, But, you know, I went to Catholic school. The bullying was different and always struggling to have friends. Like even in high school, having a lot of circles that I could easily just jump into, but having close friends, I would have one friend here and there. Looking at my birth chart and being young, you know, obviously this would bother me, right? As a young girl, um, especially as a teenage girl. When I looked at my birth chart, I kind of, and I, and I did some work and self-discovery, I realized why I had to go through that early on in my life. The lessons that I learned from not having a big community and not being easily accepted by my peers really, really, really helped me to be comfortable on my own in a large group of people, to feel confident and to find who I am and fly my freak flag anyway, because they're going to hate regardless, right? And you know, I know, you know, I know all of you out there can connect with that statement. Every single person here, every single person who's listening to this can connect with that statement. 
when you're younger, you might not, you know, resonate with like trying to figure out your birth chart unless you are a different teen like me. But maybe you're a young adult or maybe you're a middle-aged adult or whatever your age. It's learning about you. So I don't ever poo-poo on that. I don't ever throw shade or shame on that because it's self-discovery and we need more of that. When we are allowed to discover ourselves and really understand our emotions, it helps us to communicate ourselves clearly, um, set our bound, our, oh, I'm getting so excited. Our energetic boundaries are set firmly and in place. And we become the master creator of our reality. You know, one of the things that dropped in before I started this podcast was my spirit guides were like, talk a little bit about manifestation. And I was like, but how is that going to make sense? Because this is supposed to be an astrological series. And they're like, just relax. Just trust us. Just allow yourself to understand the connection here. When we say manifesting, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And the first thing that came to my mind, my mind was, you know, obviously turning a wish or a plan or a creative idea into a real tangible thing or a real experience or a real energetic shift in like a relationship, like emotionally. And they were like, and what are the things that you need to do, the helpful things that you need to do in order to really catch those waves? Oh, yeah. Understanding yourself. Understanding yourself and how you react to whatever energies are coming across your field. And the way you get down to that, the way you really get to be able to put your finger on exactly what the F is going on is through your birth chart, working with the placements that I suggested already, and just really, again, allowing yourself 10 minutes a day to just be in silence with just you. Turn the phone off. I'm a mom. I have kids. I understand. Working full time, having three young kids, and a husband who works crazy behind hours, sometimes we need to lock ourselves in the bathroom, right? I am not ashamed to say it. I know I'm not the only one who goes through this. And if you don't have kids, but you want kids, yeah, this is a glimpse. But you know what? We love, we love our life. We love our kids. I am not ashamed to say I have locked myself in the bathroom for 10 minutes, turned the phone on silent, ignored the text messages or the phone calls or the knocks on the door, and just allowed myself to have 10 minutes to myself. Really honoring me and what needs to come forward in that very specific moment in time. And sometimes when we allow those things to come forward, it might not be as clear of a resolution. You know, when you're working with yourself and you're doing this shadow work, and this is exactly what shadow work is. It is allowing yourself to honor the parts of you that you really aren't happy about but they deserve your unconditional love. 
and acceptance anyway, because every single one of us has this shadow work to do. And you know what? If you're actively doing your shadow work, then you are ahead of the game, my friend. I love shadow work. It is one of my, honestly, it's one of my superpowers. I can't even begin to tell you like the Scorpio placements, the Phoenix energy that comes across on my birth chart, like the transformation, the death and the rebirth is just all, it's just smacked and slapped all across my chart, friends. (laughs) So, So if you ever need to talk to someone about shadow work. I am your girl. I utilize this in my online class, um, my plant medicine series with Mary Jane and manifesting. I have an entire segment dedicated to shadow work and exactly how to realign and revamp your energetic vibes with this plant medicine or even without using the plant medicine. So that course actually is jam-packed full of a lot of good information. There's also a a guided meditation with quantum healing that's going to help expand your heart chakra because your heart and mind coherence are golden rule number one for manifesting. And, you know, you really have to explore your heart. You really have to explore your heart and plunder your heart and figure out exactly what it is you want, because honestly, not many of us do. And again, the birth chart helps us figure that out. The birth chart helps us find the empowerment and the placements that I've suggested and understanding the energetic flow really helps you become empowered in discovering your authentic self. And my guides are dropping in right now for all of my Catholic school girl friends, for all of my, oh, I'm okay. I'm feeling any type of religious girlfriend out there or, or guy friend. If you're a guy and you're listening to this, Allowing yourself to just tap into your heart space right now. It's okay to receive this expansion and then taking it up all the way to the third eye and to the crown and solidifying that safety and receiving this connection with the divine through learning yourself. Okay. Because each and every single one of us knows if you went to any type of religious programming, uh, whether it be school or, uh, mass or whatever raised in a religious environment, practiced religion, you understand that it honestly is not open-minded. Um, there's a lot of conditioning. There's a lot of programming that needs to be dropped. Um, there's a lot of guilt, shame, and fear laced into those programs. And so just allowing yourself again, to connect right back to the heart space and taking a deep breath in. It's okay. 
we are safe. We are safe to discover our divine, authentic blueprint. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. And that's all I have for you today, friends. So again, if you want more of this, um, if you want to learn more about yourself, I definitely suggest coming across my website and just checking out my blog, my further podcasts, and maybe even looking into that online class about Mary Jane and manifestation. Um, It is done in the privacy of your own home. There are no live meetups as of now, um, but I am putting together a community. I do have a group community where if you should choose to participate, it's there for you. And I'm really excited to connect with you guys about this. I'm really excited to see what comes forward when you guys take this class and, you know, see what it is that gets activated within you. And so again, wrapping this up for real this time, (laughs) I hope you guys really had um, a really great time listening to this podcast and you know where to find me if you want more. Until next time, much love and light.